Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 11th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today in Standoff, Sign of Unions Under Siege. Teachers strike in Chicago test mayor and union, and city lags as seas and risks rise, critics warn. In this morning's national headlines, Romney Camp, Obama's gain a sugar high. Californians face rival initiatives to increase taxes, and ovarian cancer screenings have no benefit, a panel says. In today's financial headlines, governments reap the benefits of low rates. Bets on European bonds pay off for mutual funds, and a hacker brings down the web host service GoDaddy. There will be more business stories, along with additional national and international news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled in standoff: Signs of Unions Under Siege, reported by Stephen Greenhouse. The high-stakes strike by the 25,000 public school teachers in Chicago is only the latest episode in which the nation's teachers' unions have been thrown on the defensive in the face of demands for far-reaching changes. In community after community, even in major cities with strong pro-union traditions like Los Angeles and Philadelphia, teachers' unions have faced a push for concessions, whether it is to scrap tenure protections or to rely heavily on student test results to determine who gets a raise and who gets fired. And now comes this high-profile showdown in Chicago, a labor stronghold. Rahm Emanuel, the Democratic mayor and President Obama's former chief of staff, is demanding a raft of concessions that are anathema to union leaders and their members. At the same time, with many teachers and their unions already viewed unfavorably by many Americans, the unions taking a gamble by engaging in a battle over changes that some education advocates believe are needed. The battle underlines just how much teachers' unions have been thrown back on their heels in recent years. If Emanuel wins this confrontation, he could set the table for a major setback for teachers' unions nationwide, and a potential rethinking of teachers' enthusiasm for Democrats in this year's elections. Advocates of sweeping education changes, like Michelle Rhee, the former head of the school system in Washington D.C., will be able to declare that if Chicago's union was willing to accept such changes, so should union locals across the nation. The teachers' unions are on the defensive on many more fronts than they used to be," said Chester Finn, a longtime education analyst who heads the Thomas B. Fordham Institute, a conservative-leaning education policy group in Washington. It used to be they could just fight vouchers and charter schools, but now they face this huge set of issues, not to mention budgetary pressures that have caused large-scale layoffs. Weakening the union's leverage and ranks, more than 300,000 school employees have lost their jobs since the recession ended in June 2009. Finn said the Chicago walkout would sully the image of teachers' unions. It's probably about the dumbest thing they could do from a national standpoint, he said. It will remind everybody that teachers' unions are about teachers, not kids.